Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh man, I know it feels good to move to a new spot because I've moved to a new spot about going on. I've been here for about four months so far, so and um, and, and happy and happy. It, it, it feels good to move someplace new. So you moved from a different city or you moved within your city? I stayed in the I stayed in, in the area. Um, originally I was renting and so mm. went from renting to buying. Um, oh shit. It was kind of, it was a little bit of a forced push in the sense that where I was renting from, the owners of that house wanted to move back. So that mm. kind of it was like weighed my hands then it was like do i rent again do i buy again and the rent was the same price as a mortgage so it's like well fuck it well well, congratulations for being a home owner miss lady excuse me thank you so it's already been more of a headache than renting (laughs) oh my goodness you should have just rented but no okay yeah because moving is a motherfucker trust me ah so I was lucky because my lease technically doesn't end until December 1st. So I started, like, we closed here at the beginning of November. So I have all month to move. So I've been doing it kind of piecemeal, like, room at a time. Like, take Oh, so you gave yourself a little time where you ain't got to do it all. I mean, I had to do it all in, like, a two-day span. And trust yes, me. You know, that. Like that for that, I was gonna get movers. I was doing this. I'm gonna tell you, when, when when you move, you figure out you really have a lot more shit than you thought that you. Had. Oh, 
it's been purging season. It's been rough. And then, but then I also, especially if it's anything like work related, that I look at it, I'm like, um, if I get rid of this, am I going to want it back in like, you know, two months' time because someone's going to request it and then that shit's going to be gone? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> Well, you gotta make sure that anything work related, you gotta take with your ass. I'm like, fuck it, this shit. If you got two, uh, goddamn trunks or goddamn um toys, you better drag them with your ass. No, but a bunch of clothes. I did get rid of a bunch of clothes, though. Like, you know, lingerie. You trying to sell them to the fans? You ain't trying to sell them to the fans? I actually gave it away to sex workers who wanted it, like. Package I should have given away. There are plenty of girls in the industry that are in a financial situation where they can't afford to buy new stuff. Fair, and the stuff fair. that was like too small for me now, like, but like, they didn't fit my boobs anymore. Like, I, you know, since I've gained weight, so I was like, you know what? I don't need this shit. Like, I could sell it, but at the same time, if I could also help somebody out, it's stuff that was already sitting there that really yeah. I could have sold months ago. I <laughs> just left it sitting there. She, she said they had an Amazon store right there in her uh, closet. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, hello everybody and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download Anchor on your phone or go to anchor.fm and get a profile start podcasting today. I'm your host, Kevin Arvis of Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find me, all my links, with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have for you people today. First off, the Facebook of the Ellis community, ellisworld.com. Next up, the hottest adult magazine on the web, eroticismmagazine.com. And last but not least, Black-owned and uh, no hashtag problems for any of you content creators. And also for you content creators, 90% profit, as well as the Evolve of Healthcare. And I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. And for you consumers, a new place for you to consume your AAA's content. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy from Black-owned, shops and boutiques over 500 of them so you have a lot of options and a lot of products that you can get and they probably got good prices because you got black friday and all that good stuff coming up um well actually while recording is black friday by then it's well you're getting ready for new year's so anyway um <laughs> you get ready for new year's so either way you go there and go to shop gwdistrict.com and buy something also every monday tuesday wednesday thursday and friday you can listen to me on fullyswapradio.com also you can find me on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the bgp llc app and um i am out of breath so i'm gonna let this gorgeous sexy voluptuous with dimples and a pretty smile who just moved into a new place introduce her sexy self Hey guys, thank you for having me back. It's me, Lennox May. Uh, I'm so excited to be back and I'm so excited to be on camera this time and actually get to see yes. you. Yes, 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 yes. I hope I look better than my pictures. So, because I always tell females that, and that's actually true because a lot, a lot of times y'all do be looking better in person than in your pictures. Not saying that your pictures don't look good, but you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> So, yes, and for you people that's listening, go back and listen to her interview that she did that dropped um, actually before we recorded this. And trust me, it was a very good interview. And um, so what you have been up to other than moving into your new place? It has been a busy couple of months um, besides moving and then, you know, working to be able to afford to move, you know, doing counting <laughs> and doing some fetish sessions, um, prepping for the holidays. I One of the biggest things that I've been focusing on right now is preparing for our booth at the AVN 2023 uh, AE Expo. So, okay. And, yeah. and, and, who, and, and you say our booth, so who's you doing the booth with? Uh, tell them more about the booth. So um, I'm very excited to say that myself um, and Brianna Kahlo and then 
19 other gorgeous BBW women will be hosting Avian's first all BBW booth. Um, this was an idea that Bree and I, when we were starting to plan for AVN and what we wanted to do, because, you know, me and her are really good friends. I was like, dude, I don't want to go through many vids. I don't want to go through somebody else. Like, why don't we just do our, I wish we could just do our own booth. And she was like, yeah, I know. And I was like, well, you know, let's just look into it and kind of just took a stab in the dark, reached out to AVN and told them like our idea of like, hey, we want a spot of where there's a, a booth for just all BBW girls. We don't have a spot like that. That's never existed in AVN before. This will be the first time. And they were for it. They told us the way that setting up a booth there worked. And so Bree and I kind of took that idea back and, and pondered on it. It was, you know, hefty price. And so we're like, okay, this is something that would need to be a collaboration. Like, how do we make this, uh, you know, a collaborative effort? And so it's not just something that Bree and I have like put together and then put everything up front. Really, all the girls have all paid in and put their fair share for us to be able to create this booth together. Um, and then we have two amazing sponsors that came in and also saved the day as our heroes to help us make it even better. Um, Blush Erotica and BBW Triple X Adventures. Thank you guys. Mm. Uh, go check them out. Um, but really between between them and, and all the girls and, and Brie and I, we were doing it ourselves. We're making our own BBW space at AVN. We were said it's a, in the words of Lizzo, it's about damn time. Yeah, we about to unpack this people. Yeah. They, 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 it, and I know a motherfucker like, what are you doing? I am rolling up a blunt, so please don't mind me. But anyway, um, that is actually major because it's not, we're not talking exotica. This is the big boy. This is AVNs. And, um, got so many, which angle I want to come with you on this. All right. Now, you plan to shoot also, am I correct? Plan yeah. to do shoots as well. Okay. Which yeah. I'm pretty sure with Blush Erotica and, BBW Adventures, they're definitely up on the they they probably first first dibs. Damn near. You might well say they are first dibs. So that is, that is content. <laughs> so also at the same token, you have to run the booth. So how do you plan to one balance it to where you don't overexert yourself? Um, so I have been obnoxiously meticulous. <laughs> Uh, preparing this so I made like some over extravagant excel spreadsheet schedule and we went through and we scheduled all the girls myself and Brie included um, as well as the sponsors um, who are also gonna kind of be at the booth some, like throughout the event um, to really kind of schedule every time block down to the hour down to the minute to make sure there's coverage at the booth at all times um, so, you know, it's an opportunity for, you know, girls to work with other girls that they've never met, kind of network together because they're going to be kind of forced to, to be in a space. But at the same time, I'm being very selective with the shoots that I'm going to be doing during AVN. Um, you know, I've, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to be wasting my time with like half-assed, oh, can we maybe shoot a scene, trade, I'll text you later. Like, it's not going to work like that. I'm going to need an actual oh, time. Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> it, 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 it is. Uh, because see, because see, the difference is when you have a booth is that now it's also we keep it real on my show. Ladies can make money at these booths by just charging for the pictures, um, certain things they do or what have you. So plus add to it, this is AVNs. You got not only porn companies, you also have well. Let's just go ahead and say it. Possibility of sponsorship, just like you had sponsorship with them companies you may have next year. Black, you know, Bad Dragon might want to, you know, put some money up or this, that, and third. Or they might just want Miss Lennox May to be a spokesmodel. You know what I'm saying? So it's also between politicking, shooting, running the booth. Like I said, like, you know, like, how do you pick how many scenes you would do? 
Um, I guess the best way that I could put it like this. When you come to your shoots, how are you going to pick which shoots to do and how many are you planning, you, you, you think will be best for you to where you be fresh, you best, you know what I'm saying, perform that you can because, like, for example, I'm pretty sure you've been in this position. You don't want to be the third one down from a male talent that shot twice that day. Yes. <laughs> honestly, I the, the, the goal that I'm, I'm really going with is either booking my shoots first thing in the morning, so before... Mm-hmm it even starts, which means it's me who's got to get up and drive myself there, which mm. means you know, making sure I don't get any too crazy in, an, in any after parties or anything like that, which, you know, I, mm. I intend on, on doing, or shooting a couple in the evening, and then depending on what time those two things occur will also depend on who I shoot with, right? Um, mm. Like, if I'm shooting with a studio, mm videos are a bit more of a professional setting it's a yeah. paid shoot it it's gonna happen right as long as i'm there and I'm on time it's gonna happen um anything trade more than likely i'm gonna go with first thing in the morning because then if you cancel on me first thing in the morning i'm just gonna take my aspects to bed for an extra hour <laughs> Pretty much. Because, because i mean i ain't gonna go front i've talked to that rambles and it's it's busy it's work yeah, it's um, expected twenty five thousand people to show up at at EVN this year. And this is the first one in three years too. Sold out. Yeah. Yeah, because um, because and two also, they just be honest. It gives you a different look now. I'm sorry, say that again. My bad. It gives you a different look. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, see, 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 you know, explain to the people what I mean by that. Like. When you when you go to AVN, like going to AVN, the look just in comparison to anything else, industry event wise, it's it feels. I don't want to say. I mean, I guess more mainstream. You feel like you have that. It's that our mix. Oscars. It's it's our version. It's our industry's yeah. Oscars. And awards are is our industry Oscar, and then it's not even just that. It's people come from around the world to go to a show and it's versus Exotica, which is great. No hate to Exotica. I've had amazing times there, but it's very rare. You get someone who says, I flew all the way from the UK for this. That, that doesn't really happen. Um, AVN that happens a lot. And it's in Vegas. I mean, party yeah. central, <laughs> it's a perfect place for this kind of event to be. And you know, this year is a little bit different. It's the first year since pandemic, right? You know, 2020 was the last one. 2023 is going to be the first one since. It's a new venue. Um, it's not at the Hard Rock this year. It's at um, Resorts World. So even just that, there's so much that's changing. But for someone who's never been to AVN, going there is like... It's... It's like going to Comic-Con for a, a comic fan and that's used to their little hometown conventions or, you know, it's or going to Anime Con in Tokyo for somebody who's an anime fan. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like insanely different. And the same thing for creators. And, you know, that's one of the things that really drove us to, to want to do this was as a BBW woman going to AVN with there are companies that take us. It's very rare you're going to see a BBW woman at a Brazos booth, Johnny Sins, at, you know, Evil Angel. We don't, they don't shoot our body types. Um, there are never any BBW site booths, rarely. Uh, like, actually, I don't think there's ever been one because we're the first all BBW. So there may have been studios that have, sh- have shot BBWs and been there, but never all BBW. And so then when you do cam studios, like, you know, love the fact that they give everybody an opportunity to go. They do, it's you know, still, just a, still a mixture of women versus all BBW. But it's also the placement. And when you go to like cam booths, they choose or direct you on where to go. Like, hey, go to this stall, go back here, go over there. And they tend to put us in the back. They tend to want the skinnier, more mainstream girls up front. And we don't truly get a place for us to shine. And yeah. like, no, we want our place to shine. <laughs> yeah, so we're yes. gonna make it ourselves. Like, 
<laughs> that's it. And that's kind of, you know, the way we thought about it. And even with the girls that we asked, I regret, you know, I wish if I could have my way and if we had the budget, I would have had a booth three times the size of what we've got this year. Um, so we'll see how it grows and how it goes year over year. But, you know, there's so many other girls that I also wanted to have, but we just didn't have the space of it, you know, the time to be able to have that many. So we also kind of picked and reached out to girls who, what are the chances of them getting the invite to AVN through somebody else, even though we know they're busting their asses, doing their content on OnlyFans, Fansly, you know, those aren't typically sites that have booths, mm-hmm. those, but we hadn't heard of anything in regards to those companies or anything. So we really wanted to give them an opportunity also to be able to go. And most of the girls that we have going, you know, they've got a huge following, but have never been to AVN before because they started the industry during the pandemic. So even for them, it's going to be a big change. But then we also have some amazing seasoned vets that are also going to be there that did as many AVNs. But see, but see, the, the main thing is, you have a booth at the AVNs, which means that you're not walking around the AVNs, which means you're now looked at as a star. From the casual fan, the fan is coming, they see you at a booth. That means, oh, they're important. See, it's, yep. it's a different it's a different look than, okay, you got a, a group of BBWs walking around, or yep. they're here, yep. or they're there. No, it's a whole booth. Then you front and send it on now. It's no different if someone if you got a booth by yourself. Um, because I tell people when you have a booth, it changes the way people view you, period. Yeah. And that's like any convention. I think it's yeah. just that feeling, right? Of like, oh, these people were and some people don't even realize that no, you're paying for your booth. <laughs> but like <laughs> those people, it's like, oh, these people were oh, no, invited. They realize, to- don't they realize because okay then, just because the name AVN. The average person that sees y'all have a booth know that y'all spent some fucking money for that booth. Yeah. Because this is they it, really it, needed it, to be invited. They like they mm-hmm. see it as like, oh, you know, Avian had to have invited you here to have mm-hmm. this booth. They mm-hmm. and really like I wanna kind of show that no, they don't. You have to want it and go for it. And so, you know. We, as the as the workers of the industry, we can make these industry events be what we want them to be if we all are willing to put in the time, effort, money, and work. And you know, I, I hope that this encourages more groups like to kind of band together the way that we did, where everybody just chipping in and you know. Yeah, actually, because it shows camaraderie amongst women, which is something you don't see too often in this world. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, so, so, um, so who are gonna be on the booth other than you and um, Bree and? Okay. I'm gonna have to use my fingers to make sure that I do not forget someone because if I forget to name one of them, <laughs> one of the girls on this, end, I'm gonna be hearing it in the group chat later. <laughs> so, <laughs> so obviously myself, Brianna Carlo. Um, Ash Loren, Rose D. Kush, who just won uh, BBW Clip Performer of the of the Year at the X-Biz Cam Awards this year. Um, Danica Denali, uh, Spooky Fatbra, Crystal Blue, um, Treasure, Raven Minks, Chanel Barbie, Stellar Daniels. Oh my God, why are there so many names? <laughs> Ruby Monroe, Ruby Sinclair. Um, oh my god, where am I at? I'm at, I'm at so many names. Megan Daw, Luna Lark. Um, that's 15. Okay, getting there, getting there. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured you was getting to, to, to the, into the 20s at some point. Uh, I was like, okay, this is there's a lot of ass gonna be in that damn um, that booth. A lot of tips, a lot of ass. It's gonna be insane. It's and, and we're showing up where it's our booth's gonna be decorated awesome we're gonna have prizes and games for stuff to give away um besides all the girls selling their own stuff so you're gonna have opportunities to get 
prints that you're not going to get anywhere else. I've, some of the stuff I've seen, some of the girls preparing and creating, like I've seen packs of playing cards that one of the TT Pog is is working on, uh, calendars. Like we're we're coming. Like be ready while it's full hands. Which goes back to at these convention, the girls at the booth can make money by selling memorabilia because it's really it. It's like I said before. It's it's a convention. It's it's a worldwide convention, and people want to leave with something. That's why I was always told when you go to a convention, you 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 leave them with something. You you'll never let the fan leave without something. So shoot, and they looking to spend money. Yeah, and, and you know that's we we want to make it memorable, and we also know like where you know. We know that where we picked, we were very, we got to pick our location and obviously within to a certain extent, we were assigned a room, but then within that room, we got to pick the location of our booth. Um, and we kind of got very ballsy with our place, our pick, you know, we kind of wanted to show ourselves up and in front against some other big companies and other big booths. So we're we're challenging. We're saying, hey, you're going to know this fuck out of us. Well, actually, I was told you want to be closest to the door so they see you when they walk in. Oh, we're closest to the door. <laughs> so, so, I mean, that's actually smart business. Yeah, we're yeah, closest to business. Business. We're right by big booths, big studios, where we're going to be like, hey, we're going to be taking all that attention. We're right there. But, but, but even to the point that you also showing to these companies, this is the best, the best, the BBW industry. And you have your pick of the litter, you know, period. So that they actually see y'all, especially they see y'all in the group, have a booth. Oh, not God. I tell people, when you have a booth, it does change it changed the narrative of who you are when it comes to the industry, you know, period. Um, the only thing that I hate, yeah, and I keep it real on my fucking show, I'm glad that y'all doing that since they can't give y'all a motherfucking award on that son, bitch. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it, and I don't give a fuck. That's that's that. It's facts. It's it's not allegations. It's 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 not it's 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 not in the window. Cause they used to have an award, but they don't have it anymore. No, so so there was definitely some drama that surrounded that whole situation that was a a very complicated and involved people whose business I don't want to put out there. But I have heard all of the, the drama. I do know, like, why the award was taken down. It is some petty bullshit. I will say that. Um, but. I'm pretty sure because. Like, it has been long enough where it could go back. And if you and if you say it's because everyone's up for every category, then, OK, let me see us in the other categories more. I want to see a BBW female performer of the year. Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, because it's like this, and the reason why I'm, I'm saying this, because trust me, I've been in the business long enough. I already know the bullshit that probably behind why that war was taken down. Actually, I know the bullshit of how it got started, so I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> because let's keep it 100. See, what people don't realize how fucked up the AVNs have been to BBWs. That's why I say I'm loving the fact that y'all doing this shit. I, yes, I could kiss every last one of y'all. Thank you, because when yeah, it did right. have the award, hold on, I'm going to let you talk. Um, when it did have the award, they didn't give it to them on stage. Mind you, they used to record AVN and put it on Showtime where everybody got the goddamn award. I don't want to say nothing. I, I shut up. I said too much already. I done pissed them off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me light my blunt and be quiet. Yeah, just after, make sure my boots are together. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, no. Um, but you're right. And so man, we're, we're putting our foot down and it's going to be lit and wild and a, and a crazy time. And it's a lot of work. A lot of work. The scheduling, the planning, just 
all the things you need to have prepared in order to have the booth ready to go, um, all the paperwork. <laughs> That's pretty sure. <laughs> and as much as love all the girls, but try to do that schedule. Oof, I was my wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was thinking you were gonna say like maybe eight. No, no y'all did like damn. <laughs> That's a lot of There's <laughs> a lot of egos. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't have many are gonna be there at the at the booth. No, I'm time. just joking. I'm just joking because <laughs> I know I know majority of them and I love y'all, the ones that I have interviewed already. That are smoke buddies. Danica, love you, girl. Luna, Larkin, love you, TT. Hey, girl. I, I'm glad y'all doing the booth. I'm happy to the motherfucker that day. No, because like I said, um, because I even did a whole episode. It was a year ago discussing Hollywood and BBWs and how the porn industry actually, if you want to be honest, kind of how can I put this? BBWs, the Keep It 100, was the forefront of content because them the ones that was actually doing content, using the content sites and the whole nine, you know, period. It's like, it's just, and motherfuckers listening know, it's like, trust me, Miss Lennox May would have been in Busty Baby Dolls. Lorel <laughs> would have called that ass. You coming to New York? Okay, come on. She'll be on the red couch, ladies and gentlemen. She will be on the red couch. Lorel's still in the business. So, but, um, so, I'm trying to think what I want to go to. So, now that, um, you got this going on, what have you, and, um, I think you had worked with Blush Rocker before, as well as BBW Adventures, correct? Yeah, so, actually, my shoot with Blush Erotica will be my debut shoot with them during ABN. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm very excited about that. It was kind of like for me, I'm like, oh, double package. So it was a little, it, it was definitely uh, a ballsy move for me to reach out to them about sponsorship. No, I think they've shot me before, but I was like, fuck it, closed mouth doesn't get fed, right? You never know if you don't ask. Oh, um, photographer cool as shit. He, 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 he cool as shit, yeah. That's my dude, that's my dude. I've known him for a long time. I just haven't shot with him since they started uh be so uh it being in separate locations always kind of makes that a little bit difficult i don't travel much obviously because got fam home life and stuff to do too but um and then for amanda bbw triple x adventures they're brand new so for her this is also kind of like exposure like to for her new site and her new yeah, she busted on the scene hard <laughs> i was like wait a second bbw triple x adventures and everything and um how do y'all reach out to them did they reach out to you already or you or you reached out to them i reached yep yeah, no i reached out i i they were kind of a almost like a combo package kind of deal yeah. that we were able to, to work out and yeah no for me i just reached out to people and and then you know took those who but who bit at the what i was saying and dazzled with some batting of eyelashes and a smile and ask for some money like I do for real for work, I guess. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but see, but see, no, nah, but it's interesting because the reason why I'm bringing this up is that you have a lot of females who sit back and expect it, give it to them. You know, feel entitled. Um, Speak to how that thought process can impede your growth in this business. I I think I feel like I see this thing literally on a daily basis, but that that one closed mouth doesn't get fed. It's true. No one is going to just give you it all the time. If you want something, you need to go get it. It's a job. It's a business. You should have goals and then you need to push yourself to get those goals. It's like there is no such thing as a successful sex worker who sat around and did nothing, right? And there is no one who just, you know, 
did one little scene and then rose to stardom and never had to do anything for themselves. And if they are, they're not BPW. Like, <laughs> you know, like, if you want to be successful, if you want to move into other directions, you need to not be complacent and be prepared to take risks, put yourself out there and be prepared to be told no. Um, that's one of the main things that kind of went into it was <laughs> I went into it with the idea of I'm going to be shot down. I'm going to be told no, but I'm going to ask anyway, because what if I don't, right? And I will never know. If I don't try, then I will never know. And I'll always sit back and be like, well, what if? How could this have been different if I had just did it? And that's the same with everything, even with content. If there's an idea that you want to try and you want to shoot something, fucking shoot it. You may film it, edit it, watch it, and be like, this whole thing was a piece of shit. I can't film this <laughs> And yeah, you may have wasted your time, but really, did you waste your time? Because what did you learn? Once you would have learned, I didn't like it because of this. I didn't like it because this lighting was bad. I didn't like it because this camera angle didn't work or my settings were wrong. You take that information, you apply it, and you kind of move on, like fall forward. You have to be able to critique yourself. We don't have coaches. Like when you think of a nine to five, we don't have a manager that coaches you, develops you, does all that bullshit. We are that for ourselves. So you also need to coach and develop yourself too the same way um, and take risks, take those opportunities. And I think people who are complacent don't do that, and so they don't move anywhere. They stay in the same spot. Now I'm gonna tell you what I think also helped you with that. Now, you had two porn companies that you hit up. You are a porn star. Now, part of a producer or director and company is to see bankable. What's where I'm looking for? <clears throat> bankable potential. So, did you ever? sit there and think about that you're good at what the fuck you do in front of that camera. Because one, let's keep it 100. Blush, they're award winning. I think they I think they nominated, ain't they? Nominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I correct? They nominated for one of these things, ain't they? So, okay then, once again, it changes the mood, ladies and gentlemen. So now, this is probably one of your biggest shoots. Say. So walking into it, tell me how you 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 feeling, you know, thinking or what have you, because not a pressure situation, because you take to it like a fish take the water, you know, period. But just the outcome that now you at avian status technically. Um so because, because before you answer, you get in the booth. And you're shooting with an AVN-nominated company, probably with an AVN-nominated talent. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, and how long you, oh, and how long you been doing this? I've been doing. I've been in and out of the industry for almost ten years. <laughs> ten years. Okay, then. okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. Go ahead, finish. I was gonna shoot with Blush before we always before they were even nominated. Um, I. I think about who I want to work with based on are they good people and good a good studio to work with, right? You hear so many horror stories these days. So that is one of the big things that comes into play with me and who I do and don't shoot with, um, even with studios. But they're such a positive team. They have such a positive vibe and they do beautiful content. So to me, being able to shoot with them, it's like... I just want to be in one of your beautiful pieces of content. You tell me what you want me to do, but that's cinematography that Jonas does is next level. Like, I just want to be... He does, he does amazing... He does amazing work, and also the fact that he really don't show his face that much, but he's a brother. That's what I love about it. And we got some... We got Melon in... You know what I'm saying? We got Melon in the building. <laughs> And you know, he every single piece of work that I've seen him do, even before they create he created Blush Erotica, was always beautiful and he always did a great job. And and when you hear other models that are just like, it was amazing to work with them, it was the best shoot that I had, they everything was perfect. 
who it's like a dream shoot to for anybody. <laughs> um, well, see, well, see, I think what it is is that <clears throat> he's doing what Hollywood did not do with BBWs. He made y'all look beautiful. See, that's the difference. When I think about the video, the, the, the DVD that came out with Hustler, when it was mainstream, compared to what he is shooting, his shit is way better. Because it makes y'all, it softens you, it makes you sexy, it makes you tempting. Why the up? Uh, why that DVD? No disrespect. It just big girls fucking in nurses' outfits. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's, it's a story behind it. Because I said this back in the day. I said, why couldn't they just came up with an original idea and storyline for three BBWs led? DVD. Y'all come up with for these skinny bras. Why can't you do it for the big girls? <laughs> and then and then I heard someone say, well, we don't know how to market them. Market them as women, motherfucker. That's what they are. <laughs> pretty is pretty. Fuck, they don't matter the size, damn it. <laughs> I think one of the, the differences, too, is that it's not just, like, blush isn't all BBW either. It's what a true... Like beauty for beauty's sake, mm-hmm. you know, porn for pure enjoyment and what it's supposed to take, regardless of body type, sexuality. I want you, you know, that is all encompassed there, and it looks beautiful because of that. You have big girls with skinny girls. Uh, you have, you know. But I'm sorry, it's to I'm telling you, I I I know what you're saying. I know you're being. I, I, See, I get to say what everybody wants to say, but too scared to say it. The BBWs stand out the way that he shoots it. it his, trust me, top scenes are the ones with the BBWs. I put money on it. I put money on it. Because the way that he shoot it, the way that, that, that the women that he picked look, and I said, <clears throat> and money making BBW is a woman that's curvaceous, no matter what her size is. If she got lady lumps, hips, she go doggy style, you see that heart shape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got and and and, and she got, especially she got boobs and tits, because usually you don't get a mixture of both. Is they have a top heavy or they bottom heavy. So it's like to me, just the way that he shoots it, it makes the BBW stand out. I've seen the ones with the smaller girls, but it ain't, it, it, it just, and I know I ain't the only dude that feel that way. <laughs> Not saying that the other shit he don't do with the smaller girls is good. No, it's, all the shit he do is butter, trust me. He's a, he's a fucking genius. He's a fucking genius. But it's when it comes to BBWs, it's he got it down pat. He, yeah. he, he he knows how to shoot it and make it look a certain way to where it will be palatable and get over to the public. Yep. That's all I got to say. He's been shooting this for a long time. So yes. So shoot. So um let's see. So um what male times have reached out to you? What male times you want to manifest shooting with since 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 you had an AVN status now? For male talent for like trade for Avian, I have not yeah. booked any yet because I have been focused on I let me get all this booth stuff done first. The thing that's yeah, gonna change it is the schedule's done. What it was was I really needed to wait till the schedule was done because that really makes or breaks what I could do. So now yeah. that the schedule is done, um and now that I've officially moved, um, I am going to be opening up and starting to fill up all those time slots. So I have a couple so of... 2023 about to be popping, huh? <laughs> that, that's, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty nuts. So I think the rest of my year this year is honestly going to be pretty tame. Um, just being honest, you know, we're going into the holidays. I did, a, I got a lot of stuff going on that it just makes sense for me that, you know, I'm going to probably keep it tame. But then that AVN week, it's got all those shoots. They're all going to be popping out. And January into the first couple months of the year is going to be 
a hot couple months. So, so are you planning to go to any of the exoticas <laughs> next year, or the expos? Yes. So expos are it's local to me. So well. Expos Miami, Expos LA, I probably will not make because it's literally the week right after APN. <laughs> like, that is crazy. They have it that damn close together. It's kind of like you that you have to literally live on the West Coast to even see both of them at the same time. Yeah, it, it's a, like it's it's insane. Like to expect that you know, there are girls who are paying hundreds of like hundreds thousands of dollars to get there and and have a place to stay, a place that's nice enough to shoot. For them to do that back to back in two different states is, you know, it's a lot right after the holidays at that. Like, I so. salute you. This <laughs> motherfucker that do that shit too, goddamn. Kill flash for the East Coast, go right back, goddamn. Let's get it. I ain't mad at you, though. Get it how you get it, baby. That's what I say. So, but all the exoticas next year, I do plan on on trying to attend X with Miami. So. Yeah. Now, now, you are looking to do any content houses next year. I'm going to be honest. I don't like content houses. <clears throat> okay, okay. Ex explain why. Explain why. It, to me, is too much of, oh, it's just a fuck fest for, like, and then there's going to be someone there with a camera. It's not structured enough for me where it seems like work. I'm not trying to spend thousands of dollars to then go party for a weekend and then get some sloppy scenes out of it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Like, I, like, yes, it can be great for meeting new people, but, you know, honestly, for what makes me my money the most, which is more of that intimate experience with my fans via, via cam, doing fetish-based sessions, content houses for me is going to cost me more money and I'm going to have to do a lot more work to make that money back after then taking the time away from my family to go fuck off to some house for a weekend so, versus if I wanted like some POV male talent, I got male talent at home all the time. Like I can, I can <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> I got more talent in the crib. I can, you come here, motherfucker. I need, I need this custom right now. Just get home. Let me help you a little bit. There's been, there's been camp shows where people have been like, can you not do so? You don't have anyone you can shoot with. I really want to see you be fucked by someone. And I've literally shouted my help in. Yo, what you doing? I'm coming. <laughs> Hold on, let me wash up real quick. Let's go. No, but... um. I've also just heard a lot of drama and like there are there are friends of mine that do do it often and even they've said that like they're kind of stepping away and stepping back from them a little bit um just because there's always a lot of drama a lot of like oh i never got to shot with this person and they were shooting with them or oh this person got more time with this photographer or camera person or girls getting bitchy i i ain't got time for that like <laughs> i don't i don't uh, they come with petty clout, and I don't need it. I just, I, I know in my days we, I can say I, well, no, I had, no, I did a content house, but it wasn't considered a content house. It was actually I was doing content houses back in the day, technically, but it was in the hotel room. I <laughs> we just had a bunch of male towns, a bunch of female towns. It was, you know, but we didn't call it that. We didn't get no houses, no shit like that. It was a one night thing, so. But, but no, I, yeah, because I can imagine what I mean. Because I never, we, I never did a content house or or what the inkling of it. I didn't heard good, I didn't heard bad, I didn't heard the ugly. You know, everything It's just to me, it's about comfortability. Like me, my comfortability was bringing the girl to me because I have a cameraman. I ain't got to worry about waiting on no content. Ain't nothing but do me cop in a hotel room, come to your travel hotel, let's shoot for a fucking weekend. You walk away with 12 scenes, I walk away with 12 scenes. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to come back, let me know. <laughs> I've heard, heard some wild shit too with some, some of them. Like some content houses, they let fans pay to go to the house and then fans get, uh, uh, no, we have very, like, one of the things that 
we try to force the, to destigmatize this industry is that we're very careful with testing and all of the stuff. And so to me, the idea of a fan just throwing a thousand dollars to just come show up at this house and be expected to fuck. No, (laughs) (laughs) if that works for you and you're down to make your money that way, then great. But obviously, parties has always been around. Um, but well, actually, we're in New York for the most part. But that was because they were in New York, and it was done through somebody's site. So it wasn't just, you know, what I'm saying. Um, it like put it this way: like the way that they, the way the content houses are with that, with that kind of situation, it's like you're mixing porn with party atmosphere. Versus when they did that. It was it was strictly you knew it was a fucking party. Ain't no filming going on there. <laughs> Ain't no filming going on there. You know, period. And the girls that was picked knew what the fuck they were doing within them parties like that. You know, period. So so people wonder like, how you know about them parties? Cause I've been to one. <laughs> <laughs> I done thrown them fuckers. What you talking about? <laughs> Shit. What the hell? But no, nah, but the point being is, it's kind of like, um, just to me, it's like, I'm a firm proponent. I don't want the industry to have more content of me that I don't have of myself. So it's like, you're sharing it a whole lot. And yep. that's one of the biggest arguments that I hear coming from people. On below and quiet is kept and loud is heard. <laughs> doesn't have their paperwork set up properly, or somebody didn't bring a hard drive, or they don't have enough space. So then they're trying to, can you send it to me later, or just send it to me? So then you just send it to them, but then they never got it. But then other person of the house did get it. <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, but, but 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 to my listeners, to everyone that's listening, understand there's good and bad with content houses. Trust me, there's some good in it. There's some bad in it. It's just what works for you, and that's the kicker. Because yeah. you should not feel pressured to go to one or what have you. There's ways for you to pursue this business without going to one. And then again, if you the kind of person that don't mind doing the content houses, by all means, do what works for you. I ain't mad at you. I can't knock the hustle. <laughs> no. No. So, so obviously they've, they've managed, had great experiences and they love them and that works for them. That's how they get their content. They knock out a bunch of content. They do one every few months and then that's the only time they got a film. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Now but, speaking about that, because the other thing that I always discuss is see, there's other ways of making money within the point, trade, sex trade, what have you. And one of your things that you had mentioned is the camming. So, um, camming, as pretty much, I think is your main, your main thing for the most part when it comes to, yeah. Yeah, I, most, I cam on streaming. I, I love camming on streaming. It's, I built up a, a very solid group of fans there that at, it's like my schedule, I do my schedule time, and then I'll do single cam shows via Skype like this, which is a lot more of a personal experience, right? It's not just me in a room, it's very just one-on-one, me and me and that person. Um, and so then they tend to be a bit more outlandish, and they also tend to be some of my more longer cam shows because of that. Like, it's a, a full kind of, like, like a date almost, <laughs> like, like a... Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 cam sex people. He, he might be jerking off of it. He paid for it. <laughs> you know. And, um, and obviously, obviously, it's working. Just bought a motherfucking house. <laughs> so. I mean, I was gonna say when you said that you bought a house, I said that porn money is good, ain't it? <laughs> but see, no. Nah, but the thing about it is, <clears throat> um, which brings to the point of this, you're not dependent upon the content, which actually helps you even to the point where you can definitely focus on quality for your content versus quantity, you know, period. And a lot of females 
don't understand about being diverse in this business. Speak to being diverse in this business. Being diverse in the business, it it gives you a little bit of, of uniqueness that you don't have to feel stuck in one in one little box. You can do other things. It doesn't like even with camming, that might be what's working for me right now, but I need to be ready for if I need to switch down another avenue you have to be able to kind of switch switch it up i i think you know even the types of of camming or content that you do what niches you fall into are all very different can be very different um and even the sites that you use so granted yes streamate is my you know my primary site for for camming but you know always be prepared like do i have only fans do i have fans lead yes do i ever really update them gonna be honest no so i don't even tell because they don't because they're just not my primary this is not what i find to be where i enjoy focusing my time on right um but that doesn't mean that if something was to happen and streaming was to go down which touch wood please never do <laughs> but if something was to happen right you you got to be ready to flip the switch because if you don't then that's where your business suffers. That's where you have then that loss in, in income. And sometimes those those gaps can happen, but that's where you have to be able to, to be diverse enough to, to switch, to, to try something else, do something different. And then you kind of find your, your groove and then kind of taste test other stuff throughout. And maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Yeah, because um, even to webcam and, like you said, the custom videos, um, dick ratings, all this shit, which basically women dominate because <laughs> we can't make for so much money in the industry other than fucking a pretty sexy young thing like that. Okay. <laughs> we, might, we, might get, we might get some jerk off shit, but you know. <laughs> I've had some shows, camp shows, where I've made the most money and not even taken an item of clothing off. Yeah, because see, it's <laughs> to me, cam girls make better porn stars, um, and and the reason why I say that because y'all are kind of grooming yourselves without realizing how to be on camera, how to be when it comes to fans, um, and um, the whole nine. Because it's kind of like I'm pretty sure your first scene in front of camera and professional camera. It wasn't as it was effortless to a certain extent. Why somebody don't cam, they may not done as well. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, it's, it's plus on top of that, you was camming before you did porn. Am I correct? I was I was behind the camera before I was camming. So I my first my first everything related to this industry was event organization and PR yeah. management, which I guess is probably yeah. my booth stuff now. <laughs> see, I feel bad because, see, people, you know how many interviews I do and we did I smoke. I don't remember everything that's been talked about. So please forgive me, Deb. You're good. You're good. I'll keep you honest. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, she had reminded me. See. So I've, I've seen both sides of it. I think one of the things that I really find interesting with camming is it's different where you learn your value almost by the hour like you're able to kind of break it down to like almost like an hourly wage in a sense that like you know you can really start learning the the value of your time based on you know how much money are you making within that hour? How many privates did you get? How many minutes? How much? Okay, well, how much did that break down to? Okay, so do I change my rate at this time of the day? Because sometimes even the different time of the day can change how much I'll do it per minute. Because it's if I do a late, late show, like it's super crazy late for me, I may charge a little bit more a minute for like privates or exclusives because it's late and <laughs> I don't normally cam at those kinds of hours and I'm still going to have to wake up early in the morning. For <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so, like, so I'm going to ask you this, do you skip, okay, do you make a schedule for your camming? Because one, you also got to balance not only camming 
at this point in time, well, take away the fact that you're still moving to your house, your, your home, but personal life and your cabin. You feel what I'm saying? Because when it comes to your content, that's actually kind of more structured because you know when you're going to actually do your porn shoots, you kind of know the head of what have you versus cabin is that mainstream money for you. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 the nine to five money. It's it's yeah. So <laughs> so how do you balance it to where you don't get fatigued? Because even with me, I do so many episodes, record so much, I sometimes get fucking fatigued to shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> shit, you talk about what? You see how many episodes I be dropping out of this bitch? I'm talking about it, subscription and 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 the free ones out of this. It's like 13 episodes a week, okay? So you can imagine I get fatigued. Voice by the end of the week recording all of these podcasts. <laughs> but no, I feel you. Um it's I do have a structured schedule and obviously that sometimes deviate just like anything in life, right? Things come up. So like my schedule right now is a little wonky because I'm moving and I need to reset up my space, which I'm very excited because I'll have a new studio because I have an extra room here. So I'm actually going to have get to create a whole new space. So that's going to be exciting and change the whole game. Um, but I normally can mostly on weekdays because I do treat it like a Monday through Friday job so that I can keep the weekends with my personal life and my family. Um, so I'll cam Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two times in the day. I'll cam during the day from 10 typically to about four or five. Um, and so that, I'll take a break in between like I that's not like constant but that's like a this is my when I'll be on and then I will come back back on for a shorter time in the evening from like 10 to midnight or at one so that's just like a couple hours and I do that four times a week now, I, I just want to apologize because I got stuck on your cleavage for a second. I apologize. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that is watching this video on YouTube or Spotify. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever she said. Whatever she says, damn it. Whatever she says. Oh, God. Oh, so I done held you on here for almost an hour, baby girl. And um, an hour already? Oh my gosh! See, that's how good the conversation is. See, see, that what I, I tell people. I am the safe space for the porn stars. Stop playing with me. <laughs> I get it out of them. God dang it! Yeah, I <laughs> what I do, shit. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, with that being said, baby girl, tell everybody where they can spend money on you. Yes, so you can find me on Streammate, just look for Lennox underscore May. Um, you can also find me on ManyVids, ManyVids.com forward slash Lennox May. Um, Twitter, you can find me on there. That's my only social media that I use because I don't use IG anymore. So my Twitter is at <laughs> underscore Lennox underscore May. Um, and like I said earlier, if you want to subscribe to my OnlyFans, you could do it for free, but I don't post anything on there, so bother <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one more thing, people. She will be back for the premium small rooms to my subscribers as out here watching this right now, listening on the places where it's only audio. And you know what it is, $4.99 a month. Talking about seven premium podcasts for you to listen to. And we get more candid, more wild, more unpredictable, more dirtier, more raunchier, just more fucking everything. Yes, the better smoke is in the in the smoke room, people. You know, period. So, with that being said, you know how we're in this all day and every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the people in the X. Goodbye, everyone. Make sure you come to AVN in January, from January 3rd to January 7th. Make sure you come to our booth, booth 2500 for Big and Beautiful. 21 BBW girls. We're going to be excited to see you, and I can't wait to be back. Thank you for having me. Good night.
Somebody call the FBI. What is going on? Somebody like <laughs> build this dude out. My fans would never speak to me so disrespectfully. They'd be like, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Here's the difference between your fans and this. Yeah, my chance would be like, yeah, you see, you're a goddess one. Of course, one man could never be enough for our goddess. You need all of us. The premium smoke podcast, where all the porn stars come to. I do. Shopping. I unfortunately do know every bitch that that dick has ever touched. Well, at least in the last three years. But scene is so hot. It's an hour long. So and it was such an intense scene that I actually like dropped into sub like I, I dropped off into subspace during the scene. It's causing that good havoc and give you that great smoke. Really, I knew it was that like I had to put it back when he was fine. I felt like this, and I said, "What the fuck?" And yeah, I guess he wanted to get deeper. So he. He put like, his stomach on my back. Sugar and spice and everything. So you can belly fuck. Yeah, we live in a world where we love separating shit. Look at porn for instance. You got BBW porn, BDSM porn, racial porn. Hold on. But I'm going to tell you what's interesting. Think about this. What's the name for white on white porn? I'm waiting. Come to the dark side and let me give you that